What's up guys, Josh Rivera here, Josh Talk episode number seven. In this podcast, we're documenting my journey through entrepreneurship and hopefully you guys can learn from my wins and my losses. So last week I told you guys I'd be bringing on a guest for today's podcast. Didn't work out because that guest is in the middle of a raise and he can't talk about the current you know startup that he's working on. So you're stuck with just me for today, but next week there will 100% be a guest on with me. Today we're gonna be talking about how I lost 22 pounds in less than six weeks. So I feel like this is a very important um, video for people because many people are looking to lose weight, but they're dieting in unsustainable ways where they either give up right off the bat or they lose the weight and then give up on the diet and then gain that weight back. So for me, and I'm talking from my personal experience, I'm not a scientist, I'm not an expert at this, but I did lose 22 pounds in less than six weeks. I went from, um, I went from 112 to 190 flat. Right, and my peak was at like 220. No, I was never fat, but I was definitely thick. Um, I'm gonna explain the process and explain how I'm even actually stronger now than I was at 220, which is insane, right? So I have three keys to the diet I currently use and how I lost weight. Number one is at a calorie deficit. Number two is protein intake, and number three is the most important: it's sustainability, right? So let's start with number one, which is calorie deficit. So there's so many cal uh, calorie calculators online that you can type in your height, your weight, your age, and see how many calories you should be intaking a day. There's also um, different options where you can type in, you know, how active you are. If you're working out three, four, five times a week, five to seven times a week, whatever it is, you put that in there and they give you a rough estimate on how many calories you should be eating per day for maintenance, how to lose one pound a week, how to lose two pounds a week, how to lose even more than that, right? So my current um, calorie maintenance is around 3,000 calories, and I eat around 2,200 every single day. So it's an 800 calorie deficit. Yeah, it sounds insane. It's really not, right? Eating is one of those things like I was speaking about in a previous ep um, episode, napping, right? Yeah, if you're used to napping and you nap all the time, the first two weeks are going to suck, right? It's just how it is. But after the two weeks, you forget what a nap is. When I cut out napping, I don't, I don't even think about napping anymore. It's the last thing that comes to my mind. So when it comes to dieting and, and the calorie uh, eating at a calorie deficit, you probably want to incorporate um, some kind of intermittent fasting, just so you know you can only eat from, from X time to Y time. Because if you're just eating, you can eat all day, you're going to snack, you can do this and that, it's, it's not going to be good. So my personal schedule, I usually eat, I won't eat until around 2, 2 p.m., and then I'll eat at a little bit around four, and then I'll eat at, at 7 p.m. So the way I eat is at one to 2 p.m., I only eat protein, and that's, that's my second key, right? Protein intake. You want to eat um, as many, when it comes to pounds, so I weigh around 190 right now, I should be eating around 190 um, grams of protein. So you wanna keep up with this protein intake because you don't wanna lose a shit ton of muscle when, when you're dieting. So. That protein intake at 2 p.m. every day, the first time that I eat, all I eat is protein. I literally try to fill up as much of that protein as possible. A lot of people say you should be eating little bits of protein throughout the day. should eat protein after your workout. I don't do that, and I've been losing weight, and, um, and you know I'm stronger than I ever was. So I eat as much protein as possible. I literally sit down at 1 or 2 p.m., and I just eat a bunch of chicken breast, or I eat ground turkey, or I eat steak, try to eat as much as possible. Then I get a little hungry around four or five. Maybe I'll, I'll drink a protein shake or I'll have some extra chicken in the fridge, 
try to fill up as much protein as possible. But by the time I get to dinner at 7 p.m., I can eat whatever I want. As long as I hit my 190 grams of protein, I don't care what I eat. I eat dessert four times this week. I've been eating like a pig. I eat chocolate cake, pies, ice cream, whatever. You can literally fill out the rest of the calories, whatever the hell you want. Of course, it's better to stay with cleaner foods, and I'm not recommending you eat dessert every night. But you can if you want. You literally can if you want. I actually noticed that I've been eating almost somewhat keto because I do try to stay away from the processed foods. So I've just been eating literally vegetables, protein. But I am eating these desserts after dinner. So eat dessert all you want. Just make sure you don't go over that calorie um, that calorie limit. And for me, it's, it's 2,200, right? Um, I guess reasoning why I went from 22 to 3,000, I have no clue. I just thought, I think in the, ca- uh, in the calculator, if I wanted to lose two pounds a week, it was like 2,400. I was like, screw it, let me just do 22. That's what I've stuck to. It's easy. Again, when you first start it and you're used to eating in the morning, you are going to be hungry. But if you get through a couple of days, you're going to be completely fine. I promise you, you can go, you can fast. for. Th- I know people that fast three, four days and don't eat. I promise you, you cannot eat until two. You'll be fine. And you'll get used to it. It'll get even easier. So when it comes to the calories, that's how you know I'm going about it. When it comes to protein, I try to consume as much as possible after that lunch period of time. And by the way, I work out in the mornings. So I wake up 6.30, I work out first thing in the morning, I don't eat till around two, but I feel fine in the gym, right? It's preference. If you need to eat after that workout, I would say just work out in the afternoon because if you start eating in the morning, I mean, it's, it's really hard to get under that 2200 or whatever your um, deficit that, that you're eating at. So when it comes to protein, right? Make sure you get that 190 grams of protein because if not, you're gonna start losing muscle and you're, you're not gonna be hitting the gym as hard. But again, throughout this whole dieting process, I've been hitting the gym every single day. But gym is just discipline. It's one of those things once you engrave it in your schedule, you'll be going all the time. It's not a big deal. Again, just like napping, hit it for two weeks, you'll get used to it, you'll go over day. Same thing. So protein strongest I've ever been. Everyone says, oh, I'm gonna diet, I'm gonna do this and that. I was 220. Now I'm 190, 30 pounds. But in six weeks, it was around 22 pounds, right? I'm way stronger than I was at 220. At 220, I was probably benching like 245, 250. I just hit 275 last week, which is not an insane amount, but it's probably more than 99.9% of you watching this, 275 on bench. But I'm way stronger. I mean, that's 30 pound different bench. Everyone says, oh, I get weaker when I die. I'm fine. I should be hitting, my goal is, is 300 by the end of the year. Should be able to do it, not a problem. So, that argument is, is null. Number three is the most important part, is sustainability, right? If you can't sustain your diet, what is the point of dieting? I know so many people that they're depressed, they're like, oh, I don't like how I look, you know, I'm fat, blah, 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 they whine about it, they're depressed about it, they feel sorry for themselves. Then they finally gain the courage. They finally gain the courage to hit the gym or start dieting. But they want results so fast. No one wants to wait for results anymore. Even though I did it 22 pounds in six weeks. Too long for them. They want to lose all the weight in two weeks. They want to lose the 20 pounds in two weeks. So they go so hard. I have one friend that dieted. He would, um, he would fast for one day. And then the next day, he would eat like 1,500 calories. And then he would fast. Then 1,500 calories. Then fast. So every other day, he was not eating any food. And the days that he wasn't eating any food... He had no energy to do anything. It was absolutely ridiculous. I'm like, dude, it's not sustainable. What are you doing? I understand if you want to lose a shit ton of weight and then you eat at maintenance, right? But 
99% of the people that I've spoken to that diet super hard, that it's not sustainable. They give up. They go for three weeks, they're like, oh wow, I lost a lot of weight. Because you can, you can lose a lot of weight really fast if you diet really hard, right? But they're not, their quality of life is so bad. They can't eat shit, they have low energy, they can't get anything done. So after they lose the, the 50 pounds or want to lose 40 pounds, then they're like, all right, I lost the pounds, I'm good to go. And they go back to the shitty habits that they were doing before. And that soda, smoking, drinking alcohol, partying, eating all day, eating breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks in between, eating junk food, McDonald's, all this fast, nasty food, all this bread running up their calories. Like, it's disgusting. It's actually repulsive how much some of these people eat. It's gross. But what I'm trying to say is that there's no point of dieting super hard if you're just going to lose it, right? If you can find a diet that's sustainable for the rest of your life, for example, the one I'm doing right now, right? You might think it's crazy that I don't eat till 2 p.m. That's fine. I could eat a little bit in the morning and then a little bit in the afternoon and still do what I'm doing. That's not an issue. I just choose not to do it right now and I can change that in the future and it won't change my diet. But as long as I'm filling up those proteins, I'm on the calorie deficit, I can eat whatever I want. I told you, I eat dessert three times this week. Three times. I can be eating dessert every day if I want to. I just choose not to because I get sick of it. So what I'm trying to say, please don't be one of those people that are so motivated because, oh, I don't like how I look. I don't like this and that. And then diet super hard for, for a month and a half. Spend six weeks of your life living hell. No energy, no this or that. And then... After that six weeks, you're happy with the results, and then you go back to the repulsive eating that you were doing before. Then you get everything back. Then you're even more depressed. Because now you think, I spent six weeks of my life in hell, and I got to the body that I somewhat like, and then now I know what the feeling is like of having that body, and now I'm back to where I was before. Now you're even more depressed. It's a lose-lose. Hey, if you're not going to sustain the diet, just don't do it. Because once you get that body shape that you like, it's addicting. So just don't do it. If you don't have the discipline to have a sustainable diet, just don't diet. So that's the biggest point that I'm trying to get across to you guys. And again, this is my personal experience. I'm not a scientist. I don't do a lot. I do a little research, but I don't do a shit ton of research on this kind of stuff. Um, that is what worked with me. For me, this is what worked for a lot of people, a lot of my friends, a lot of people I see online. Um, I'd say some other hacks and non-negotiables See, today I'm a little bit more organized. I have things written down. Um, I would say if you want to start your workout or your workout, your diet, say start for 21 days, start for 30 days, there should be some non-negotiables that um, you go about when you first start in your diet. Again, I'll, this whole thing is sustainability. So I'm going to be on this diet probably for the rest of my life or something similar to it. Maybe I'll increase the calories a little bit to stay at my maintenance. But if you're just getting into it, there's some non-negotiables I think that you should start with. Number one, get rid of the weed, right? Weed just makes you lazy, makes you hungry, gives you the munchies, this and that. It's terrible for you. Stop smoking weed. I don't know anyone that's super productive by smoking weed. No one. Alcohol. Alcohol is the worst. There's calories. You're drunk. All the stuff that comes with bad decisions doesn't matter. It's not, you know, doesn't have to do with this conversation. But you're, you're drunk and you're like, oh, might as well just do it. I'm just going to eat. I'm just going to eat a pizza, put down a little Caesar's pizza, $5, why not? It's disgusting. Cut it out for 21 days, just see how it goes. 
Some other non-negotiables is do not eat two hours before bed, right? So I go to sleep around 10.30. I won't eat after 8.30. Right now it's uh, 7.55. Um, I have some calories left. I'll probably eat some whatever in the fridge that's there. But I will not eat after 8.30 because I go to sleep at 10.30. Non-negotiable. No matter what, do not do that um, because you can't burn off any of those calories. Other non-negotiables that work for me, and this is more moving to the productivity side of things, not being tired during the day, uh, making sure you're, uh, you know, your brain is in tune um, and, and you're ready to complete all the tasks that you need to do that day. I wake up at the same time every morning. You don't want to mess up the rhythm with your sleep. If you can wake up at the same time every morning, I promise you, you have more energy, you'll feel better about yourself and you get some more work done. It's very difficult to go to bed at the same time every day. So yeah, you can have, you know, 30 minute difference, maybe an hour difference, maybe two hours if you're going out that night or doing whatever you have to do. Again, the whole purpose of this is sustainability. You should be able to go out with your friends and have fun. You should be able to eat dessert. You should be able to do what you want to do, right? So going to sleep is difficult, but waking up at the same time every morning, you can do that, right? That's something where you set an alarm and you wake up. And you know, it's very interesting, some hacks for setting an alarm in the morning, actually getting up on time. Because I know so many of you probably just set an alarm, hit snooze, wake up an hour later, hit snooze, wake up an hour later after that and hit snooze again, right? A few different things that I use. So number one is when I was living in Miami, I had the, um, the floor to ceiling windows, right? So when I'd wake up, I'd wake up to the sunrise. I had no alarm, but it would wake me up every morning. The warmth of the sun coming through the window and I felt amazing. I woke up feeling absolutely amazing, right? So I'm like, how can I, um, you know, replicate this over here in, in LA? And I thought to myself, or I didn't think to myself, I actually saw it online. There's these alarms that wake you up by light rather than sound. So you're gonna think I'm crazy, but it's like 30 bucks on Amazon, it's nothing. So basically these alarms, I woke up at 6.30 every morning, right? So at 6 a.m., the alarm starts to get lighter, right? Dim light, and then all the way till 6.30, by the time it hits 6.30, it's like bright light, I'm, I'm up. But honestly, by the time it hits 6.15, 6.20, the light wakes me up. So I'm not woken up by this crazy alarm that I'm like, I get up and I'm middle of a dream and just, you know when you're like thinking about something in a dream, you're about to meet someone, then boom, you just wake up to the alarm. That never happens. The light slowly wakes me up and I feel amazing, right? You can try that, that's, that's one hack that I've been using lately. If that doesn't work for you, which it will, if that doesn't work, there's different apps. There's one called Alarmly. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's called Alarmly. Look it up online. Basically, it's an alarm on your phone, but it will not turn off until you scan a barcode. So say, for example, what are different things that uh, make you wake up? Maybe sunlight, maybe walking around, maybe a cold shower, um, possibly you know drinking water wakes you up, right? So say you have an alarm on your phone, it goes off, you can't turn it off until you scan a barcode. So if you have a barcode in your kitchen next to the water, you have to get up and get some water, go to the kitchen to scan that barcode. By the time you do that, you're up. You're not gonna go back to sleep. Same thing with the shower. If you wanna put the barcode in the shower, you take the alarm, scan the barcode, it goes off, then you're good to go, right? You're in the shower, your morning's already started. One last hack that I would say is it helps me with productivity, getting work done, making me feel, you know, good throughout the day and not sleepy is trying to have as many wins in the morning as possible. So what I mean by wins are things that in your mind, it's like uh, you can gamify it, right? It's a little dopamine rush. It's like a video game. For example, me, when I wake up, make my bed. I'm like, oh, okay, I made my bed. That makes me feel good. 
taking obviously there's necessities like taking shower brushing your teeth i really hope you guys do all that um but next up what first thing for me in the gym boom get my good workout in after i hit the gym i'm like wow got a good workout in i feel good and just stacking up these little wins it really helps the mind um, progress you throughout the day and and help you complete tasks that you usually don't want to complete and and helps you complete that at, at a faster rate as well so that's what works for me um yeah i thought that was very interesting i heard someone say that online and i implemented my life and, and it worked so the last thing i would say and this is something that i haven't um done in the past but i'm thinking about doing in the future and ordering these glasses so sometimes for me and probably for some of the people out there that are running businesses, entrepreneurs, it's hard to wind down at night, right? It's really hard, especially if you're watching YouTube videos. For me, I like laying down at night and watching a YouTube video, trying to learn something right before I fall asleep. And the problem with that is that your mind is always winding, it's always thinking about the business. You can never unwind and fall asleep. That's, that's a big issue for me and I know for a lot of people. So I see a lot of people and a lot of my friends actually use these blue light blockers, these glasses that it doesn't let the blue light come in and it lets you, I'm not a million percent <laughs> what it lets you do, but I'm, I, it, um, there's something about the, you know, normal light that, that keeps you up and, and keeps you, keeps you wired. And I haven't done all the research on it, but I do know that the blue light blockers help, or you can install programs on your computer that makes that, um, blocks out the other kinds of light. You can get the blockers, or I know some people that literally the whole house is red light because it's like on the opposite side of the color spectrum. So if you wanna sit in your room and read, put on one of those um, red light bulbs and you can sit there for an hour and read before bed. And that should wind you down. Reading something that is probably, you know, the best thing you can read is probably something that's not about work. So you don't have to, to think about that. Um, so that's something that I, I am gonna be doing more research on and probably will implement in the future, those blue light blockers along with maybe some red light at night but overall um, let's go through you know everything we talked about in the video so the three keys are the calorie deficit the protein intake sustainability again number three is the most important you need to be able to sustain your diet if it's not sustainable it's not worth doing because you're gonna lose all the weight and then you're gonna gain it all back and you're gonna feel like shit about yourself some non-negotiables that I would start with cut out the weed try to cut out the alcohol for the first 21 days 30 days um, wake up at the same time every morning, try to make, uh, try to have as many wins as possible in the morning and no eating two hours um, before bed. Again, next week I'll be bringing on my first guest on the podcast, hundred percent. They're coming on. Um, I already have them locked in, got the new camera, which looks good. Also, um, some of you guys, if you've been waiting for the long form content, full-time editor on board starting tomorrow, today's Sunday, tomorrow's Monday full-time editor he's being onboarded tomorrow for me and one of my good friends that's doing youtube as well he's gonna be working for us full-time so that means cranking out of short-form content cranking out long-form content cranking out everything needed um, so the content is definitely gonna be flowing and i have to do it now because i'm paying someone full-time to do it so that's gonna be happening that's exciting i'm trying to think of anything else that i need to cover but i'm pretty sure that's pretty much it um, you know how I lost 22 pounds in six weeks I promise you you can do it too I don't have some crazy fast metabolism um, not at all you know I've never had a six-pack in my in my life and, and now it's finally coming in I promise you can do it but don't be one of those people that diet super hard and then you know give up find a diet that's sustainable it 
doesn't kill you. Have you know, maintain the quality of life that you're currently living. Don't live like a um, you know someone that won't eat any carbs or doesn't go out at all, won't eat dessert, and you're just watching everyone eat dessert, and you know you're 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 hating your life. So just make sure your diet is sustainable. Uh, make sure you're on that deficit of calories, and make sure your intake to protein is is similar to you know how many pounds you weigh, and you'll be good to go. Um, I appreciate you guys' time, and I'll see you in the next video. Later.